Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Wealth Conversation podcast with me, Tsitsi Mutiti. I guide high-achieving women on their journey to build lasting wealth so they can prepare for an abundant future in every area of their life. I hope that today's episode will help you to transform your relationship with money so you can make the choices that will enable you to create the opportunities and lasting wealth that you desire. Let's get straight into this week's episode. This is the third episode of the Wealth Cornerstone series. In episode one, I revisited what physical and mental well-being means to some of my previous guests. Episode 2 was focused on spiritual well-being. In this episode, I revisit what social well-being means to five of my previous guests. But before we get into that, if this is your first time listening to the Wealth Conversation podcast, you may be asking yourself, what are the Wealth Cornerstones? So I will spend a few minutes breaking them down for you. I believe that we all have the desire to create wealth on our own terms and that this can be achieved once you are clear on what wealth truly means to you in the following areas of your life. Physical, mental, spiritual, social and financial. You can listen to parts one and two of the Wealth Cornerstone series to learn how my previous guests define physical, mental, and spiritual well-being. For part three of this episode, I am focusing on social well-being, and I hope that this episode will help you to create your own unique definition of what wealth truly means to you. I interviewed Jackie Stewart for episode 25 of this podcast, Jackie is a chartered certified accountant and a qualified teacher. She is also a qualified money coach for Christians Against Poverty, as well as being the director of her company, Financial Training and Consultancy. Here is Jackie's definition of social well-being. That's a really good one. I have a wealth of friends, <laughs> a good network of, of friends and family that I spend time with. I like to go out. I'm very sporty. I met a lot of one of my very close friends through sports, actually, and um, when we played netball many years ago. So that's definitely, I, I, I kind of sum it up like this, you know, Titsy. This is what I kind of say. I was talking to someone the other day and I said, if I had no money, I would still be wealthy. And I'll tell you why. I, I could spend a night every day of the year at someone's house. Someone would be willing to put me up for every day of the year. And I didn't look at this before, but it made me really grateful because not everybody has that. And to me, that is also wealth because I have made connections. I followed them up and vice versa that I feel I wouldn't have to be on the streets. So even if I didn't have a lot of money, I would still class myself as being wealthy. Listen to episode 25, where Jackie and I talk about managing your business finances. My next definition for social well-being comes from Catherine Thomas Humphreys. Catherine is a qualified financial advisor and certified financial coach. She is also the founder of The Finfluencer, 
and coaches people to create a positive, confident relationship with money so they can focus on what matters most to them. Catherine says that social well-being means the following to her. So we're obviously coming now out of lockdown where you could argue that we've been socially isolated. Um, And I know that a lot of people I've spoken to have found that that has affected their physical health and their mental health and also their spiritual health. So it just goes to show that that we are all connected um, and that the social element is really important to our overall health. Head over to episode four to learn more about influencing your money habits and mindset. Michelle Lambel loves pensions and she has a passion for providing financial advice, guidance and education to everyone, regardless of their gender, age or current circumstances. Michelle is a chartered financial planner and certified financial coach. She specializes in all aspects of pensions, including pensions on divorce, retirement planning and investments. Michelle told me that social well-being means the following to her. Social well-being, that's my family and friends. So important that I spend time with them and not just think about pensions. You can learn more about Michelle and how she helps her clients by heading over to episode 16 of the Wealth Conversation podcast. Up next is Wadzanai Garwe. If you have been following this series so far, then you will know that I revisited Wadzi's definition of physical and mental well-being in part one. Wadzi is the founder of the Edmund Garrett Trust. She is also a workplace toxicity coach. In episode 15, Wadzi talked about how shame and indebtedness impacted her money story as well as how completing the Choices Blueprint coaching program transformed her relationship with money. Wadzi's definition of social well-being is... The beauty of my giving nature, Titi, is the fact that I can still have the habitude of giving, but I can control it. I'm the one that decides where I want to give, how I want to give and how I want to socially interact. You also heard from Jabrita Shelton in part one of the Wealth Cornerstone series. Jabrita is the CEO of Jabrita Shelton and Co and chief consultant of the Madness Method and Mind Your Madness Experience. Her definition of social well-being is Social well-being is so important, especially for people who are, you know, uh, extroverted and even introverts as well. Like I'm an ambivert, so I'm I'm good with being with people, but I really like my alone time as well. But the social piece is so critically key. Um, Again, engaging those relationships, right? Having good, positive communication, being around people who can challenge your thoughts who can cause you to really think about, you know, I always go back to think about what you're thinking about. Um, But when you're in healthy social circles, those people you can really lean into to learn from, to glean from, to engage, and also to draw a different perspective around things that either you knew or you didn't know. 
be sure to head over to episode 7 to listen to my full interview with Jabrita. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Connect with me at The Wealth Conversation on Facebook and Instagram so we can continue the discussion. Also, if you enjoy tuning into this podcast, make sure to leave a rating and review everywhere you listen to podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Until next week, stay focused on becoming the designer of your financial future.